Hi, I'm Tyler Robertson. And I'm Derek Robertson. And this is a special episode of the We're Not Arguing podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking all about the NBA bubble, from the bubble, the playing games, up to the first, up to the conference finals, right? Okay. So that's where we'll, we'll stop there, right? So as promised last time, we have brought back on my father, Ralph Robertson. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and I see. I appreciate you guys did allow me to come back. I must have did a halfway decent job the first time. Yes, you did. You did get the first. You did good. You did good. You did good. Right. So yes, you got the you got the re-invite. Um, so how are you doing today, Derek? I'm doing good. I have no relatives coming out this week, so we're good. Uh, they finally decided to stay where they're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, we're, no, we're, we're, we're gonna say that for them. This is all NBA, all NBA podcast. So okay, all right. So. Let's start talking about the NBA, um, the bubble. So we'll kind of start off. We'll, we'll kind of start off at one level, kind of work our way up to the events that happened as of recording this yesterday, Tuesday, which is the end of the the conference semifinals. Okay. All right. So first, let's start talking about the teams that were invited to the bubble but didn't make the playoffs. Right. We're talking about uh, the Wizards, the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Kings, and the Spurs. I think I got them all. Yes. So of those teams that didn't make the playoffs, which ones impressed you the most? I think it's the, the easiest answer for this. The Suns. They was undefeated. They, I, they did great. I, I would agree. I think the Suns did do a excellent job for the invite, but and they just fell a little short. So I think we all agree. I mean, it's an obvious answer, right? The, the Suns went undefeated. They really showed um, what their potential could be. I guess the question I would have from that, on to that is... Did they build from here and move and do good next year? Do you think this is a building that they're... I was right in the middle of the question I have is, <laughs> and I even sent you the script so you know what the next question is. So the next question is, you know, thank you very much, Derek, is do you think their bubble performance is an indicator of what we'll see in the next season? I think so. I think they got confidence that they can perform and compete at this high level. So I, you know what? Shocker. I think they're going to make the playoffs next year. Oh. Okay. So here's what I would say to that. Oh, go ahead, Dad. I think because... It was in the bubble because all they could focus. There was no other distraction. You couldn't go nowhere. They could focus more and just focus on basketball. Now, I think next year when they can go out and sit out all night and, and run around, they might fall back into the same pattern. That is a question I'm going to ask you guys a little later on. How much of a impact do you think have the bubble environment impacted the, the playoffs, right? So I would say if the Suns were in the East, I would have confidence that it would it would carry over to next season. The fact that they're in the West, I mean, let's say the Suns are play up to their potential. How many teams in the West do you really think they're better than? Right? Do you think the Suns are better than any team that made the playoffs this year? Do you think they're better than the Pelicans? Do you think they're better than Gold State's going to be next year? So at the at best, what are they? The the tenth, tenth or eleventh best team at best? Yeah. Yeah, I, but you know, from eight to ten, it's always like a one game difference anyway. Yeah, but so t- it's it's a matter of. Maybe they get lucky one night, one lucky shot. So it's, it's, a, it's a matter of like a last-second shot. They're always one, two games apart from like seven almost to a Yeah, but I think the gap's bigger than that. What do you, what do you think, Dad? I think the Suns is a young team, and they need a, a couple of more wily veterans to uh, carry them through rough spots and to really train them because you can tell sometimes when games get tight, they lose their composure. And, I, and and that's what I really think they need is a couple of solid veterans. Right. And so I guess that's my, the one question I would ask is, who is their leader? Right? Who's, Booker. Booker's their best player. But I think there's a difference. Sometimes we were talking about the young guys. 
Who's the who's as Dad was saying that the Wiley veteran? Who's going to lead them? And say, hey, this is how you operate. This is how you conduct yourself in the league. Who's that? Don't guy? they also have um, Ricky Rubio? He's I mean, a, that's he's what they your got Wiley right now. Teach the league. Rubio is not a leader no. guy. He may be a veteran, but he's not a leader. But I'm thinking like a guy like a Andre Godala or even even if he doesn't play much, a Tyson. Well, I would have said Tyson Chandler, but we'll, say that. But, but we'll see. What, but like those type of guys, one of those guys who's been around, like a Vince Carter. A guy who's been around who can tell, hey, this is how you conduct yourself. This is how you handle your business. Take care of your body. Leave all that hanging out stuff alone. But most of them is all locked up to another team. I mean, no. There's always some veteran that's going to yeah, get released. There's always, there's always some there. veteran. There's always, there's always a Vince Carter out there. So, yeah. I, I would all say right. that. So, I, I I think if the Suns were in the East, I would have more confidence that it would roll over. I don't think I have much confidence it's going to roll over just because how good the West is going to be next year, right? Which of the teams who didn't make the playoffs, that were invited to the bubble, you think disappointed you the most? Uh, we'll start with that. Which one you think disappointed you the most? I think um, I think Memphis did well, but I think Memphis was so fuss, frustrated because they did that play and they gave all them other teams the opportunity. Whereas if we if, if we weren't in a bubble, the neighborhood had been eight seed and it wouldn't have been all that playing. So I think uh, I think that really uh, played on their psyche. Anything that okay. So you think to you Memphis was the most disappointing of the teams that didn't make the playoffs, right? Because okay. I think they they should have been able to maintain that eighth spot. Right. I'm going with the Memphis as well because, like you said, they came in at the AFC to go into the AFC in the bubble had all the confidence to then not make it. You know, to have another team come and beat you out and play, do the playing game and go in. I think that's the most disappointing. The reason why I would give Memphis some a pass is because. Similar to the Suns, they got a bunch of young guys, right? And so I, I, I give them a little bit of pass. And young guys all year long. And they still was AC all year long with the young guys. I understand. I'm just saying, to me, I give them a little pass, right? The team I think is the most disappointing was the Pelicans. Because to me, coming into the bubble, they had the easiest record. They played everybody who was ahead of them. They were fully healthy. They had, they had their guys back. I think, to me, the Pelicans were the most disappointing team. They had an all-star on the team. I think they should have made the playoffs over... Portland. Um, they they were higher. I think they were a little bit. They came in with a little bit better record than Portland too. I believe. No, they was all saying. I think they were. I think they were close. Memphis, Phoenix. They, they were close. Phoenix was well below. They were close, but I, there was a gap. I think Memphis. Right. That's where the right. difference come in. At I think Portland had more veterans that's been through a war that that know because the Portland had that playoff run last year. It was more experienced. Uh, Pelicans, uh, uh, Drew Holiday, the only one that really Rick on uh, JJ Reddick, JJ yeah, but JJ uh, off the bench he did his thing. But uh, I'm saying for as a team wise, they 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 really didn't have all of that that much experience to yeah. carry them. You think Portland does have but Leonard, I, McCullen, Anthony? Don't get me wrong, all of them playoffs people. I agree. I agree that Portland was the best team of of those yeah. group we're talking about. I believe Portland has the most talented. But you're talking about, to me, it's not just about Pelicans not making it. They didn't seem like they came to play at all. I think they only won like two games, right? And to me, they seem like they didn't really come to play at all. But the Pelican team has not been together that long neither, which was the other problem. I mean, trying to mash them in and get a rotation and... And all that, and really, well, uh, half the team came from the Lakers. So, but still, <laughs> you got to think they, too. Yeah. You know, Lonzo Ingram and Josh Hart weren't exactly strangers to each other. But I, I mean, but you got to think Zion just kind of was working into the flow 
before the pandemic of working with all those guys. And then the pandemic's hit. You got no really playoffs, no practice really to get that connection back. So you working in this bubble trying to, during game time, work on a vibe and work on a connection, work on chemistry. Like, well, to me, like I said, I would say the Pelicans, here's, here's the reason why I would say the Pelicans even over Memphis, right? I understand Memphis' mentality of we feel slighted. Why we had to go through this? It's unfair to us. So I understand that, that, understand that disappointment coming into the bubble. The Pelicans should have felt rejuvenated and a new life to go into the bubble, right? And that's why, to me, I my answer is the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are more a bit more disappointing than Memphis. And I and I could I could see your point, but I also Memphis uh, Pelicans has a handicap, and that's Lonzo Ball. He can't hit layups. He can't drive, and so hey, they knew that until they 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 can correct that. They always gonna have problems because. He is on offense. He creates. Do we agree that Lonzo is coming off the bench next year? No. Why not? Who's starting over him? Holiday. Holiday was already starting with him. You got Josh Hart. Uh, Josh Hart started the two. I don't think. Or, I, you, I think you, the Pelicans are still high on him, and I don't think had, they're going to let him I, go. I don't, I don't think they're going to let him sit on the bench. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I guarantee you, Tyler on Lou is not going to be high on Lonzo. I, if he's a new coach. I, the thing he's going to have to do is he's really going to have to work on his penetration and uh, scoring. At this point, I've, he's had two off-seasons to do that. I'm, I'm do not you convinced. think his brother is better than him? I think his brother can shoot and drive, so yes. Yeah. From an offensive Offensively, standpoint, he's he, he, he won't be as like – put it this way. The question will be is, will, he, will his brother be just as a liability on defense as Lonzo is on offense? That's the question. But the problem is, even if you are a liability on defense, his offense is going to be so much better. He's still going to find a way to court. As long as you can make Lonzo is basically, you, defensively, you're playing four on five. When it comes, you know, when pretty Lonzo's much. off, because you're just pretty much going to ignore him. Now, defensively, Lonzo's good, but other than that, so. Okay. So we kind of, we have a little disagreement on who's the most disappointing. Um, Washington, they basically didn't want to be there. They, 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 they didn't care. Did. The Kings, Kings have some issues they really need to work out, and I'm, I'm really shocked that Luke Walton made it past this year. I thought he might have been fired, um, just because of how disappointed they were and where he they came from. One more year, and then oh, I think I think next if year, they don't do nothing this next year. He gone. I think he's on the hot seat. I think coming into the next season, he'll be on the hot seat. Right. So okay, so that's the the bubble teams. Now let's get to the first round. Right. All right. Well, the first round. Let's start off in the East. So in the East, uh, we had the first round matchups. We had Milwaukee and Orlando, Indiana versus Miami, Boston versus Philly, and Toronto versus Brooklyn. Right. Did any anything about those matchups stand out to you? Miami Heat. The Miami Heat in the first round? Yes. They I didn't think Miami Heat would be this good when they came in after. They looked phenomenal. Like Butler looked like he is a top ten player so, in this series. So I guess my, my question was, right, do you think I would say in the first round, I don't know if I was like, wow, Miami as much in the first round. Because I think for me, I was like, oh, this is a bad Indiana. Yeah. Miami finished at a pretty high seed there. I think the biggest... They were fifth. Yeah. They was fifth. fifth but in the East. You know, in the East, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, but I would say that the 76ers really are the ones that stunk it up. Because uh, with the talent they got, they should have did better. I, 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 I just think the style of ball they, they play does not work. Well, with them being swept, and, does that show that Embiid can't run a team by himself? Um, that he needs... Well, that he Because, like, you know, it was just Embiid. Because Ben Simmons was out, but and I, Boston blew them out I, every game. I would I would disagree that it showed that Embiid can't run a team by himself. Because one, I don't think that team is built to be around Embiid by himself. 
That's one I would say, right? And at two, I think so. That's that's one thing. I, I think if they had a full, if a team came in and said, "All right, they give me a full off season to build a roster around Embiid," you would have a better built team. Two, they didn't have much shooting, which you would have around a team built for Embiid. You'd have much more shooting. I think they had poor construction. I think you had Embiid and Simmons, two guys who need shooters around them, and they had no shooters around them. Yeah, that's. But kind of getting to that though, if I told you between Philly, Indiana. The Nets and Orlando. Orlando was the only team to win a game. How surprised would you have been in that? Very surprised, seeing how Orlando went against the Bucks. So it, I, I clearly thought the Bucks was going to get them up out of there and four cakewalk. But I mean, uh, I don't think five was too like I, you know it wasn't surprising. I think it's more surprising that the other teams, the other guys, didn't win a game, right? right. Especially like Philly and Indiana. I think it shows. So one, the organization, and two, the coaching, and 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 three is the culture of that. Miami don't have the best talented people uh, team, but they have a system, and and they uh, select players that fit in their system. Miami is very much so. Would you say very much so? Like the Spurs, right? They don't. Yeah. Spurs didn't necessarily draft the most talented guys, but they drafted the guys that best fit their system. They, dra- yeah. they drafted mm-hmm. guys with the right mentality, yeah. and and they put a great system around them so that everyone can come in and kind of shine. They would right. be the best they out of them. They had a good yeah. system. They had a good organization, top up, um, in management, and they had a good coach. And, and everyone knew their role, and no one tried to be play above their role. So I guess my next question I would ask you is: Which of the teams, the four teams that are eliminated in the East? Do you think has the would look the best next year? I think the obvious answer is probably the Nets. Nets definitely. Um, Indiana, I think Indiana will look better next year. I'm pretty because Victor Oladipo will get. I don't think he was fully healthy and ready back in playoff like playoff game and playing shape. You know, so I think he will be able be able to do that. So I think Indiana will look better. Uh, of course, you said Nets because they get their stars back. Philly, Philly might look the same. I think Indiana's going to depend on what coach they get and the style of basketball they play. Because Indiana still played old-time basketball. And I think that is is Victor Oladipo on Indiana next year? That's a good question because it'll be a matter of whether they value uh, their talent. Is Brogdon better? Is he really better suited than Oladipo to play? Um, That might be the answer. Or or, or is he a good... uh, Sign a trade asset. Indiana need a couple more pieces. Well, also Indiana, Sabonis wasn't in the bubble. Yes. So that's a big part of their offense. He he's a good dude. All right. So I agree. if you take him out, you know it's just like what you said with Philly. You took out one of their stars. You was working with Victor Oladipo by himself without Sabonis giving you because he's a walking double double. I, I would say I don't. I would. I wouldn't say Victor Oladipo was their best player in that in the bubble. I would say it was Michael, Michael Brogdon. But I'm just saying, like, uh, and Michael Brogdon two. and TJ Warren. It was not Victor Oladipo. I think Victor Oladipo was probably at most a third or fourth best player on that team in Indiana. Now, of course, you got to give a little break because usually because I'm about to come back from that serious injury, it take him a year to get back into shape, to back up to speed. But I think his contract is up either this next season, right? So I think right. it's one of the things you almost need to trade him now so that so a team gets a year because him. if you're not going to re-sign him, especially to re-sign him to the money he thinks he's going to get, then it might be best to kind of trade him now and see what you can get for him. Now, I know we're saying the Nets will look different because their stars are coming back. But how is it that you get a first-time Steve Nash coaching? Is that really going to change 
if how we put them. If Kevin Durant looks anything like how he did before he got hurt, it doesn't. I could coach them and at least yeah. make it to the second round of playoffs. And plus, they're they're in the East. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, they're they're gonna finish uh, no worse than four. I think no worse than four, and, and because with him and uh, Irving, Irving together, that's I mean that's that's fifty points a game, right? And if they got Levert still, that's I at mean, least fifteen. I'm like, can you have can you have Levert and Spencer Dinwiddie with them? No, I th- one I of them got to go. I think I think the Nets. We were talking about next year, right? And we'll probably have another offseason podcast, but anyway. If you're talking about the Nets in general, I think the Nets are a pretty good position because they have a lot of tradable assets. They have a lot of guys who are going to get buku interest in the open market, right? Um, um, the center, I forgot the, with the fro, I forgot his name now. Um, Allen. Allen. Uh, Allen. I think Dimwitty, Levert, all those guys are tradable. They can, and, then, and as long as the Nets keep one of the guys, either Dimwitty or Levert, they're fine, right? They already have DeAndre Jordan. You're probably stuck with him, so you could probably let the young center go. So, and those are going to get you some some good yeah, pieces out do, in the open market. I like tra- I'll try to keep Allen. I mean, I understand. I'll go this way. I understand basketball wise, it's better to keep Allen. But as far as keeping Durant and Kyrie happy, they and wanted DeAndre Jordan. Jordan there. So, and you're going to pay you're going to pay DeAndre Jordan ten million a year anyway. He got to play, right? Yeah. And so, and, and and when it comes up, when it's time to pay Allen, you don't want to have two centers making that much money, right? So True. it's better to kind of trade Allen. Um, that's kind of feel about the Nets. Do you think any series in the first round would have been different if they weren't in a bubble environment? Milwaukee. I don't think Orlando would have got that one win. I mean, you don't think they would have won a game in Orlando? You don't think no. they would have won a game in Orlando? No. I don't think they would. I don't think they would have. Because if you think they got two games in Milwaukee, Milwaukee probably would have beat them down both games in Milwaukee. And that could have probably took them out of the, out of the series. And I don't think they would want. I don't think they would want a game. It doesn't matter. Well, that that them winning one game doesn't matter. The question would be, would the Miami Heat have have actually beat? That's the Bucks actually if they had if they were. Oh, that's the second round. That's the second, second round. round. We're doing oh, first, I, round. I, first I do round. believe if you're asking me, the the biggest winner, and we'll kind of get to the winners losers later on. The biggest winner of the bubble is Miami yes. because I think they're young guys. They have shooters, right? Shooters. If you have an empty gym, shooters are all day. You know. And I, and I do think Miami was the, one of the biggest winners of the bubble. We'll, we'll, we'll get to some more winners and losers a little later on. But I think I, – I don't think – I don't know if I would say if any of the series' outcomes would have been different. I think the number of games would have been increased. I think Indiana would have, could have got some games. Um, I think – also the difference, too, outside the bubble, because you had travel, the series would have took longer to do. So maybe you get guys back healthy, and I don't, I don't know. You know. So I think Indiana might have been the one. I, I think they would have got a game, but also – if you was playing on your home court, you'd have got that that extra boost as well as the visitors. Because I think some of Miami younger players would have had wouldn't have been would have had a much to, tougher time. Exactly, if they had to go to a hostile stadium and, and under playoff pressure, regular season pressure, and playoff pressure, two different things. Much different. But without the fans there, I mean, I mean, the 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 uh, the bubble was just like going to the gym, right? And especially, I mean, especially because you didn't even have family in the first round, so exactly. it was just, it was just wide open. You know, it's, it's just like practice, right? Yeah, like practice, just like practice. Okay. Any other, anybody, any other closing thoughts in the first round East before we no, start to the think West? No, we're good for the West. Think we're good to go to the West. Okay, so let's jump over to the West, right? So first, let's kind of discuss the playing game because the West was the only team that had the playing game. Overall, do you like the playing format, and do you want the NBA to keep that going forward? 
I kind of do. I, I kind of like it because it is that you got one or two games, one or two like games apart. Okay, play to get in. You know, because both of you guys kind of finished the end. Because you know the West is always at congestion right there at that 8, 9, and 10. So let them play it out and play that one game to see who's really going to get in. And then go from there. I, I, I kind of like it. What about you, that? I think there's pros and cons to it. I, I think far as the NBA and money and excitement, yeah, it's the thing to do. But it, it also would give those teams, well, I ain't got to play as hard as long as I finish 9 and 10 or in there to game. Then I'm there. You know what I'm saying? You can slack off even more now because now you ain't got to finish 8th. All you got to do is finish within two and a half games of of the eighth place team. But wouldn't that also give playing. more incentive for teams like, let's say, the Suns, that, hey, we play hard enough to where we're only two and a half games above eight, you know, with two and a half games of eight, we still can get in the playoffs. If you're in the NBA, you need, you want to tell your fan base that the games in November are just as important as the games in April, right? So to, in that standpoint, I think, while I think it's good for ratings, I think for the NBA, what message you're trying to send, I think you can't do it. It has to be, you're the eighth seed on the last day of the season, you're the eighth seed, you're in, right? Because that, because if it, for Memphis, right? How, because you know, my other question is, is, do you think it was fair to Memphis? Because Memphis had to play, they started off playing in October like they were trying to win the eighth seed, right? They had to play in October, and all those games mattered, right? Is it unfair that you have teams like Portland, who all of a sudden now, they played bad to begin the half, at the end of the season, they got healthy. Oh, now we're running up. So you're saying the back end of games mean more than the front end game. So to me, I don't think it's actually fair. I think you should just cut it off and be like, no, who's in, who's in. Yeah. Right? It's the same argument as the NCAA. Right. Well, 64, well, this bubble team, well, you should have let them in. You increase. Pretty soon you increase, then everybody's in there. Then the regular season. And if you have so many teams in, then the regular season doesn't matter. You have, I mean, right. the NBA already lets half its right. teams exactly. in, the, in the playoffs. Yes. I don't think so. I think to me, you are the eighth or you're the ninth, and and there's a distinction, right? And so I think if you're you're out, because I do think it was a bit unfair to Laker to the Memphis Grizzlies, right? So okay, so now we're going to the actual series in in the West. We had you had Lakers versus Trailblazers, Clippers, Mavericks, Rockets, Thunder, Jazz, Nuggets, right? Two of those series went seven. So do we all agree? Well, ask this question: Do we think which of the games of the series do you think was the best on the first round? Nuggets, Jazz, or Houston, OKC? Nuggets Jazz. You think that was a better series? Because you think both of them made history with both players doing uh, 50. Mm-hmm. Mitchell and Murray did 50 in the same game. And then Murray followed it up with another 50. You know, they was balling out there. They mm-hmm. was – you can tell that was I'm trying to beat this team. I'm trying to – it was a really good – it was a really good seven-game series. Well, the Oklahoma and Houston was because it was down to the last second. Last second. And it was – and, and I would say second. the difference in there too is – the games were a little more back and forth with the Oklahoma City and the Houston versus Jazz Nuggets. It was all Jazz in the front part and then all Nuggets in the back part, right? So, I, I think I think if I'm asking, I think I would lean a little more towards Houston OKC being the better first round series. But it's not like you know, it's it's not like I was disappointed to watch the Jazz Nuggets, the Nuggets yeah. Jazz, right? So that's how I would say that. Okay, so they were the first round. Um, do you think the best team won in all the first round series in the West? Because I, 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 when you go seven, I mean, especially with how some of those ended, do you think the best team won? Okay. I may get yeah, – I mean, I may talk about me. No. I think Dallas, if Porzingis was healthier, I think Dallas 
would have came out of there. And I don't think the Clippers would have won that series. Because if you think about it, they only won the games where Prozingis was not playing. That's not true. They won game two. They won. Um, they won game three, which Prozingis was playing. No, Prozingis played. Pro, they they, lost, they won game one. Prozingis was out. He got he got he got ejected about midway. Yes. Dallas won two and three. No. Dallas won two. They won Dallas, two and Dallas three. Dallas won two. They didn't win three. Yes, they did. They won three. They Clippers won four, five, and six. Okay, you might be right. Yes. No. They, no. Clippers won four. Dallas five, won six. four. Dallas won four. They won four because the Prisingas wasn't there. Dallas, Dallas never had a game lead. In. No. It was 1-1, one, one, then the Clippers took one, and then and yeah. Dallas made it 2-2 two, two with, the, with yeah. the Luka last shot. Yeah. Dallas won game four. Yeah. And the Clippers won five and six. Yeah. Dallas never led the series. No. So I, I would I, – I, my answer response to that would be – well, actually, I'll ask you first, Dad. Do you think the best series – the best team won in each series? I would say yes to Denver. Houston and Oklahoma City, I think they may have had the better individual players, but I think uh, Oklahoma, I think, had more of a a team uh, aspect. I believe uh, that one would actually be a draw, really, between Oklahoma and City and uh, Houston of the best team. I mean, because really... It that that was a push because I mean it was the last second and you know Harden did that block and then the guy tried to throw it out. I mean, Oklahoma had a shot of winning. So what I would what I would say is I think the best team won in each series. Um, I think injuries and and one is anybody shocked to hear Porzingis was injured? No, right? not really. So injuries are a part of the best ability is availability. Injuries are part of what team you are. The best team was the Clippers. Because you could say they're the best because Porzingis was hurt. Doesn't matter. They were the better team, right? So, but that is a question, though. Do you think that the series outcome would have been different if Porzingis was healthy? Do yes, you think, I don't think. Do you think so? You think there. the Clippers would have lost the first round? Yes. What about you, Dad? You think the Clippers would have lost? The first I don't round? think the Clippers would have lost. They may have been a little tighter, but I think Clippers still had had enough talent, and actually, uh, Dallas defense wasn't wouldn't have been able to hold the Clippers down. That is what I would say. I, I was I would agree with that because I think. Dallas has had a bad defense all year, right? They So teams can score whatever they want. So if you could put a little pressure on Dallas and make them just drop their scoring average a bit, then you can win the series and you can win the games. Um, yeah, because I think if actually Beverly would have played, he would have had a lot more pressure on uh, on uh, Luka Dobbs too and, and that. So I think uh, Dallas wouldn't have beat. If, if both teams were full screen, uh, Clippers would have still beat Dallas. So – what what did you guys think about the end of the Houston Rockets Oklahoma City series? We started that we talked about started talking about that a little bit, but because as Dad said that went seven games last second that last two minutes was a, a lot of craziness. How do you feel about the end of that series? Um, whether it was the shots, whether it was the block by Harden, do you think Oklahoma City executed correctly? I think Oklahoma City failed into what Houston wanted them. Houston wanted that rookie to have that ball and to, and actually take the last shot. Number one, he even though he had a great game that hitting outside, but uh, if, if they had to pick anybody on the Oklahoma City team to take to have to shoot a three under pressure with second left on the clock, it would be the rookie. To to me, I think if you if you're Oklahoma City, you don't bail out. The, uh, the Houston Rockets by allowing that rookie to get the last shot. I think Chris Paul should have found a shot, right? I 
I I know maybe this you know this is going to be counterintuitive. I'd rather take Chris Paul to Chris Paul take a contested jump shot than that rookie take an open shot. To me, if you're talking about if you're talking about what I'm gonna Chris if, Paul is what, on what I'm gonna go home with, right? If I if if I got if I'm talking about what I'm to win a game, right? I'd rather give the ball to Chris Paul and him take a contested shot, and if he misses it, fine. I you know we did our best versus the rookie taking. I'm like that he wasn't top three guys I would have had to take that shot, right? Especially you know for me. Um, but overall, I think I think it was crazy. I think you know Harden for a time period stopped some of the criticism about his defense because I think he showed up some defense in some moments in that in that, in that series. So for a time, he kind of ended some. Do you of think that. the bad blood played anything of why it was so good? The bad blood between the both teams. Um, you think about it. You got the Harden and Chris Paul bad blood. And you got the Westbrook feeling a little slighted about the team. Well, you know when they did the trade for the Paul George and. Then they got rid of him, so he feels slighted about OKC. Well, so okay, well, I, okay. One, I would say I don't know what Westbrook's problem with Oklahoma City would be. One, Paul George requested that trade, so the issue is with, with Paul George, not with Oklahoma City. And so you kind of have to do that trade if he requested. You don't want it to get out publicly and then have an Anthony Davis situation, so you got to do it right, especially because of what you got back from the Clippers. And by the way, are they any further without Paul George than they got with them? I mean, uh, no. They, they're the same place. The difference is you got a bunch of first-round picks and a really young, good young guy, right? So that, that's one. Um, two, I would say the other thing is Westbrook was involved in his trade to Houston. Him and Harden talked and, and orchestrated that. So he has no reason to be mad at Oklahoma City. Uh, the other thing I would say is I don't know if it was bad blood to make that series good. I would say that was a 4-5 matchup. You expect a 4-5 matchup, especially because I think there wasn't much difference between the records. It might have been half a game or even had the same record. I don't think it was the same. You expect that to be. But I do think Chris Paul had a art against Houston. I, I agree with now, that. Now, that's where the blood went in, and it was more hard than uh, Chris Paul, because Chris Paul definitely was wanted to beat them. And and like I said, it was set up to do that. And I think the only thing, like I said, is Chris Paul may should have tried to be a, be a little more aggressive and hey, it's going to win or lose with me because I'm right. the leader, I'm the star of the team. Especially because all the stats you heard was Chris Paul's one of the better closers yeah. uh, when yeah. making last-second shots yeah. in the fourth quarter, right? So I, I agree. Yeah. Um, do we all agree, and, and we probably can just agree, say, yeah, we move on, that of the four teams that lost in the first round, next season, Dallas has the bright, is probably going to be the better of the ones. Yes. Of the teams. Of the four teams that lost. So the four teams that lost were um, Portland, you had Oklahoma City, you had Dallas, and you had the Jazz. Do you think Dallas will be better than Jazz next year? Yes. I think Dallas will be better than Jazz. I think... You know, actually... I'm not sure on that because I'm not sure you can count on Porzingis as being that that number two guy. I mean, he did, but he's fragile, and I think sometimes he's sometimes... I, I think I think that's a tough call because I think it depends on what uh, Portland do too because Portland center just came back and he had a good playoff. That's that's what I was going to go back. I was going to go back with Portland. Their only problem was it was injury. Um, a well, healthy Portland and begin the se- season. I think they'll be better the, than the Dallas. problem. Is I think Portland has a very fundamental problem. They can't guard a good wing. Yeah, and 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 they're and not only that, they not guard a good wing. I think. McCollum and, and Dame are just a bit too small defensively. Yeah. And of course, now you got to remember what's the name. Uh, Trevor Reza was there. Uh, poured, poured his a tendon, a Achilles tendon. Oh, he got hurt. Uh, Leonard. Uh, no, not not Leonard. Leonard. Um, 
the guy that went to Cleveland and uh, came all oh, oh. Ronnie Hood. And, and 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 you're right. Uh, uh, Ariza didn't go to the bubble. Now, of course, Ariza's getting long in the tooth too. Ariza's so I'm not quite sure he's answered, but I think Rodney Hood would help. But they, but they still need a need another piece. Do now, the way that Melo was playing, do you think he earned him a spot? Because in the bubble, Melo was playing pretty good. I think you bring him back, he may not be the starter though. He may be the guy come off the bench. Right. Because you can't have three of them got there. You know. All of them playing isolation. All of them got to dribble the ball. Yeah. So I think so. So the question. So we don't all agree that Dallas is going to be the best out of the three. I think no. it it's a toss up between Portland, Dallas, and, and Utah, right? Yeah, yeah. Utah is going to be. I mean, because Utah missed up one of their top scores too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he got hurt. I mean, because if he's yeah. back, I mean, that's twenty points a game. Therefore. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So maybe Utah is the best team. I think Utah yeah. is probably the best team out of those. I don't want the loss. I'm just saying the West is just hard to predict anything because even though teams who actually didn't make the playoff, they're going to so be close. recharged and they're going to be there. So, I, I mean, to, to pick eight eight teams uh, next year may be really difficult in the in the West. Because you know the Warriors are going to have something to say next year. Yeah. They're coming back healthy, so it is going to be tough. Okay, so before we go to the second round, and we'll just talk about the second round as a whole, we won't really split it. Because yeah. the second round is very – you have some interesting losers in the second yeah. round. Right, and I, and I know a few of those we're gonna probably talk about a little more than others. Yeah. Um, so, so here's my question, right? Going to the second round, are you more surprised by the Bucks losing in five or the Clippers losing in seven? Bucks losing in five. I would agree the Bucks in five because I don't think you you would have picked. Uh, I don't think you would have picked uh, Miami. Well, the average person now. A lot of people say, well, don't I sleep on Miami because they gave the Bucks a hard time in the regular season. I think Miami's with Bucks. Yeah. But <laughs> even still, like the Bucks, you got to think about it. In the regular season, Bucks was dominant. Best team in the, in the, in the NBA. You just was like, they're going to the finals. Yeah. To go up and get almost swept you, by a fifth seed? Do you know? That is, that, that is worse than the Clippers because well, you think about the Clippers – Barely got out of the first round. No, but what I would say, no, what I would say is, I I expected them the Bucks to win, but uh, but 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 I did not expect the Bucks to go to the championship. The mm-hmm. Eastern Finals, I I did expect, but the cha- the the championship, uh, no, I I didn't because they they have that. The, uh, they have that thing of Giannis, and you like to so when you got playoff and you can scheme and plan. You just put that wall up, and Giannis becomes a jump shooter, and his game. Here, here's what I would say: drops. Milwaukee looks exactly like Cleveland, LeBron, the first go around, right? They were really good in the playoffs. I mean, really good in the regular mm-hmm. season. They got you know they high seed, but in the playoffs, it was one guy and a bunch of other ones you didn't really have, didn't really scare you. And because of where they are, Milwaukee and Cleveland, you're not going to get big-time free agents there, no matter how good that player is there. You weren't going to get big-time free agents. So the only guys you can really get were guys who were a bit older, old stars who used to be good, who you're hoping could reclaim some glory, or guys who aren't really stars and you have to overpay them. Right? I think Milwaukee is going to look very similar to how Cleveland and LeBron looked, you know, the first go-around. Yeah. The problem comes is, and this is where – Golden State offense is so beautiful that the star player don't have to do isolation and pound the ball where you can trap, get the ball out of hands, and go. 
if actually Milwaukee ran more of a motion offense, not not actually ball dominant uh, by Giannis, they would be a lot better off because the other players would be more involved. So but when you just got to stand outside there and wait for the ball to get kicked, I mean, it's almost the same as Houston. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, playoffs you can you can, you can strategize and you can plot against them because they they got a base they got a simple offense really. Right. There's nothing complicated about it. So basically, you're saying Milwaukee just need a coaching change. They really, need, they need go, an offense. They need that, a coaching yeah. change. Well, if not the coach, but they need to change their offensive scheme because you can easy uh, you can easy scheme for them. I mean, all you got to do is you know the one guy's gonna pound the ball. You stop him. The other guys they they can't penetrate or they can't do nothing. I mean, low pass way out of that three point line. He get the ball. All they can do is shoot a three. <laughs> Cause he can't You're not worried about Lotre is breaking you down off the dribble. Exactly. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, you know, so. So the answer to that question to me, here, I think I agree with you, Dad, right? While I might have picked Milwaukee to get out of this, you might have thought ahead of time, I didn't pick him, but you might have thought ahead of time Milwaukee got out of the second round. You weren't, to me, I didn't really think they would win the championship. Whereas the Clippers, many people thought they would win the championship. So to me, I am a, a bit more dis- and matchup wise, matchup wise, I think Miami matched up very well against Milwaukee. Right? They had everything. They had to answer for everything Milwaukee did, and I think they matched up very well against Milwaukee. So I was I was already worried about Milwaukee. I didn't think the Nuggets matched up well against the Clippers. Well, after the first round, I said I don't look at the Clippers the same. The Clippers is not the same team that we thought they was in the regular season. They look. Paul George is not a playoff player. As you can see, when he came to the West, Paul George in the playoffs is not the same as a regular season. So them losing in seven, I didn't. I think the Clippers was the same. Well, okay. So I, I guess I understand that, but I guess my question is: Did you think the Nuggets were a worse matchup for the Clippers than Miami? Miami was for the uh, Milwaukee. Uh no, I I don't think I don't think anybody would think that. I I I think we'd have been. I think you would hope for someone be, but you would not think that uh, Denver would have been able to beat the uh, Clippers because Clippers is a perimeter team. I mean that that that, but, that actually could, could guard their perimeter. I mean players. they had, the Nuggets did have something that Lakers have that well the Nurkic. He has the, that height, and Clippers has no height to really combat I mean, him. Yeah, but I was saying, yeah, and he's but, the one that tore him up. But no, and, no, Murray turned tore him up too. No, he did. But I'm saying Nurkic. If you look at the game seven, he had 16 with like 23 rebounds, 13 assists. He was consistently good through the whole series. Yes, Murray did tear him up, but I'm saying Nurkic really also was that key factor of tearing him up because they had no answer. for Now him. that I would uh, agree with there is. The Joker was the key, yeah, because they ran the offense through him. So even when Murray wasn't hitting, the Joker kept the offense moving, and which kept him in the game. To Murray came on, so I think Joker was the key because the problem is, uh, Zubac was is it was not athletic enough to stay with him. And to God. So here's what how I broke it down, and I and I and I'll admit I was even wrong on Facebook because me and me and a guy you know had a conversation about this. How I saw that series going initially was I thought Jokic could get whatever he wanted. However, I didn't think he was a forty a night guy, right? Like he's not Shaq to me. Like if you don't have an answer, if you didn't have an answer for Shaq, Shaq was gonna get you fifty every game. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was that. So all that, yeah, he might give you 31 game, but he's more likely to average around 25, you know. He's 20. one of the top centers in the league. Right. Yeah, but not center. But the problem is, if he give you 20 and he got 10 assists, then that's 30 points. Right. But 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 how I, so I thought he would be able to score. Yeah, he's one of the top centers in the league, but him scoring 25 and 10 is one of the top centers because it's not like there's a lot of good centers out there. So, I again, I think he's a good center. I just To me, he just wasn't Shaq. If you didn't have an right. answer for Shaq and let Shaq do whatever he want, Shaq would give you 50 at night. Jokic is not going to give you 50 at no, night. No, he's not going to give you 50, but but Jokic keep those other marginal players in the right. game by getting them easy shots. Now, what I did think, though, I thought the Clippers would lock down everyone else, and I knew Nuggets had no answer for Kawhi. I thought Kawhi would be able to do whatever he wanted, and he could have yeah. scored 50 at night. Now, all right. But look, okay. Let's just go ahead and talk about the Clippers. I was going to put it with the choking on Game Seven. Go ahead and talk about the Clippers because you had Lou, Kawhi, Paul George. Yes, none of them scored twenty in that game. I, they didn't just choke Game Seven. To me, they choked. They choked. They were up three one. They choked three games. Oh, in a row. they they did choke. Yeah. So to me, they choked three games in a row. Are we looking at Kawhi the same now? Oh, because coming in here, you know, I was I was one of them. Kawhi, top player. He, it's his league. Are we looking at him I, the same? I, I will expand that now. Let you add to that. I don't think it's just Kawhi. Let's throw Doc Rivers and Paul George in that same category. Yeah. But go ahead. Here's what I would say. What The bubble was bad for the Clippers on a couple occasions. Montreal Harris' grandmother died, right. so that really threw him off. Lou Williams was late chicken to the wings. bubble. Barbecue chicken, them chicken wings. But he, he wasn't the same in, in, the, in the bubble. And actually, Paul George already said that he had some challenges in the bubble. So I and, and then Beverly was hurt a lot. The the out of all the top teams that went to the bubble, the bubble affected the Clippers more than they did anybody else. So for 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 for, for whatever reason, the Clippers did 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 not maintain where they was at prior to the bubble. So how to answer the question, right? I would say I agree with you that that is the result. What I would say the part where I don't give them a pass is the Clippers aren't the Suns or Memphis where they have a bunch of young guys. Those are all veterans in the league, right? Other than other than Montrezl Harold, who I will give, I will, I will I will put that to the side, right? And I will understand I understand his rationale. Other than Montrezl Harold, I don't give Lou, Paul George, Kawhi, or Doc Rivers any pass on that because those aren't. You, young guys who are this is they all went deep in the playoffs. I won't give them a pass times. either, but it's almost just like we was talking about in Babasa. Their arrogance got I, in their way. It's what I, oh, because what? they already thought we all we got to do is show up. All we're doing is waiting, waiting for the Lakers and the Western Conference. That's what I was gonna say because I was uh, listening was to Shannon Sharp and he said that's what they was doing. It was they built the team for the Lakers. And did not really think about the rest of the league. I, and then the Nuggets was like, we I, here. I, okay, two things. I actually disagree. I don't think it was Mac they were just so look, focused on the Lakers and that's what happened. I think what, a couple things happened. I think what people have been saying all year long, long about the Clippers. Well, two, I'll have two points, right? They don't have chemistry. They haven't played well together. They don't know each other. I think all, there's a reason why teams use the regular season and play games in the regular season. And I think that hurt the Clippers. They didn't know each other. They didn't get those pressure situations to know what to do and how to operate. But some of that was their own fault. With I agree. All this, low uh, managing. Low management crazy. Which is goes to my second question. Did Kawhi and the Clippers just kill low management? Yeah. 
You, you, you so. have, it's done. I, because I, I think they killed you. You looking at this is like, okay, you guys low manage and said we only care about the playoffs. You get to the playoffs and you still didn't do nothing. Right. I I, I think they clip like I think they just yeah. how just as how much how Kawhi um yeah. to me, Kawhi definitely promoted load management last year with yeah. Toronto. He killed it this year with the Clippers. Yeah. I, I think load management is now done. Like I um and, and, and that whole flipping the switch thing, we're gonna throw it out too. It, it goes that switch got broke. It goes back now. I heard uh Kevin Perkins today and he was talking real well about it. He said Kawhi had a whole country at his feet. He had a team, an organization. He had a team up in Toronto. Yeah. No, they weren't all all-star, but they knew their roles and they played it well and they had a scheme that fit them. I mean, Toronto got went to the same exactly. place. I think, I think if he was still back on Toronto, Toronto would be in the finals and probably playing for the in the uh for the Toronto championship. Toronto could have Repeat it. I, I definitely. If he was on because Stayakum, he could have. Stayakum is good. That that boy nice. I'm, I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say repeat. Yeah. But I'm gonna. Because here, here's. Yeah. I'm not gonna say repeat because also if he stayed with Toronto, you never know what the Lakers then do later. But whatever. I'm not gonna say repeat, but I'm gonna say I do think they would have been in the finals. Yes. I, I do agree with that. That that's what I think, and so. And so sometimes, as that old saying, the grass ain't always green on the other side. Want to come home and pick, but sometimes when you get, you got to have the right stars. Mm-hmm. So but some of them are so egocentric, and some of them pampered. Some of them got to have their own way. Well, where they don't look at team and look at I and me, and so that's what you got to be careful for. Well, I don't think Paul George is. He don't look team. at. I don't think he's an I, the eye. I. I think Paul George's problem is when it comes to the playoffs. He's not the same as I, regular season. I, now, it, it's not just Paul George, but you got to. Clippers had put a whole bunch of pieces together. I, I think the Clippers won. They came. In, they thought they they similar to the Miami the first year. Yeah. They crowned themselves champions exactly. before the season started. Right? They they were already all from we're 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 you know, street lights versus spotlights, and we're just we do it the yeah, right way. Like not one, not two, not three, but seven. Like but they, yeah. they they right the way they win at Dame. Like yeah. by Dame and Joy Cancun, like yeah. that was Paul George and Patrick Beverly. I yeah. think they 100 percent were front runners. They did get arrogant. They crowned yeah. themselves before That's the it. season started yeah, as champions. They did. And let me tell you the other thing that they did that that messed up the Kims. A, a couple of players they they got just to keep them from the Lakers. Yes, which because they actually needed them. exactly Reggie Jackson. They didn't Reggie, actually they didn't need them, really but they didn't want the Lakers. And just yeah. like Morris, yeah, they just didn't want the Lakers to get them. Because they, because they, what they, what they did, try to hoard yeah. and say, you know what, we don't, we, we got enough now where we got to be mm-hmm. the Lakers. We, we don't, we, we don't want them to get anybody else. Yep. And so their whole mindset caused them not to have chemistry. They yeah. said it was focused on the Lakers and not the rest of the NBA. But I, I think also the another issue too is remember there earlier in the issues there were issues with some of these guys who were in the Clippers last year. Like, hey, this is not yeah. how we play. Yeah. We don't we don't take games off. We don't yeah. do this. Exactly. We, this is not how we play. This is not the Clipper way. And I think yeah. some of that, yeah. I think I wonder if that played into the chemistry issues they had later on in the season. But two. now yeah. also, Doc Rivers should be a better enough coach to kind of combat all this. Is Doc Rivers is a championship winning coach. That that's he's why. been to the finals multiple times, so he knows how to. He should be able to deal because I mean he dealt with uh, Paul Pierce, Garnett, Ray Allen. He I, should know how to deal I, with the stars. I think when you think about it, that's what I say I think the reputation and the allure of uh, Kawhi 
PG and Doc Rivers all took a hit. Here's what I'll tell you about that thing with Doc Rivers. It was part of Kawhi coming there that it would be low management. Yes, so Doc Rivers didn't have no control over that. No. And so that was the thing that that's he the had deal to made. fight against. Exactly. And so now that's where it actually get, get to the point where stars, superstars run to make their own ticket. Sometimes what they arrange and some of the agreements goes goes against the betterment of the team. I I agree, right? I agree. I I think that's I think that's one of the agreements they had to make for him to come exactly. over. He said, "Hey, I load manage in Toronto. I want to load manage here." That's I think one hundred percent. So that's... does this game seven loss put Doc Rivers seat? Did Doc Rivers in jeopardy? Is he in the hot seat? The only thing I would say about Doc Rivers and the reason why I would say I don't know is because, all right, who are you going to bring in? The only person who we I would understand maybe you bring in more. And the question is, if you're Clippers management, do you think Ty Lue's a better coach than Doc Rivers? That's the only thing, maybe. But yeah. the fact they're both on the same roster, how do you blame one and not the other? Right. Well, it's always the one he's that's the head in the coach. I mean, he, yeah, but, he's a, but to me, he makes fun of the A good example it. is Toronto. Casey was in that lead mm-hmm. seat. They fired him, put nurtures in there. Yeah. They won a championship. Well, they also brought this guy from San, right. from San Antonio, but he the might same have way. I did help a little right. bit, you know. but the same way with Cleveland, though. Yeah. They had uh, the guy in there, Black. Black, yeah. Black. So they Tyrone fired Lou? him with Tyrone Lue there. So, like I said, to me, that would be the only the only reason why I would fire Doc Rivers is if you you think Ty Lue Ty Lue's the best a better coach because no one else out there to me is probably a better coach than Doc Rivers. Well, who's if, available? If they fire Doc Rivers, he he will have a job the next day. Yeah. So I, I'm not quite sure. Now all of them need 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 to take a hit because you should win one game out you, of four. You, should, left. you can't lose three right. one. And you so, can't have that type of fourth quarter performance. Yeah, three one, and then you're, you're right. The so you final, can blame final call out, yeah. You don't show up. I like, mean, you can bad. blame chemistry, but you know you can get three legged dogs to win one game. And so, then it's like how you don't show up in the bubble where you can't go nowhere. It's not like you party that night. So well, I mean, how do you still don't show up? I, I don't think a lot of the players were mentally there. I, yeah. I think they, I, I think that's the, yeah. a lot of players weren't mentally there. Um, well, Derek, you understand that because once you get on get on deployment. You know, in that six month deployment, the fifth month, you be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna go home now. I'm this out of done, here. Right? Done. Those those guys <laughs> have been in the bubble for a couple of months, and they're used to that. And they young, you know. They you know they are used to having whatever they want, going out doing that. And you talking about just go to your room and playing yeah. pool and bowling. I mean, yeah, because I mean that's the, a problem. The guy from the Houston Rockets, he on oh, house. So okay, <laughs> he was. I can't have, do this. All right, have, is there any more in the Clippers? Because there's more in the second round. Any more in the Clippers? I don't think. I, 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 think, I, I, think, I, I think the Clippers gonna have to do a lot of soul searching now. Now they they should come back motivated next year. Here, here's what I would ask. I have what well, last question on the Clippers. Then we'll uh-huh. get, kind of get to their rest. Do you think the Clippers were actually saved by not playing the Lakers? Because do you think it would have been more of a hit to lose that bad? To, like I, to me, I think they would have lost in five to the Lakers if that's how they were gonna play. Do you think it would have been worse to lose in five to the Lakers to the how they lost now? No, because you can still hold your head of saying we lost to the Lakers. Yeah, no, but they I, can't. I think psyche. No, they couldn't, no, they couldn't be. They, their they whole thing was we're, we're finally we're not the little brother anymore. And if, if the Lakers would have right. came up and smacked them around, I think that would have hurt them psychologically. And, and basically, they were playing for some respect in that <laughs> Right. They had all, all respect, all or them. you know, 
caption the city, gaining some ground yeah. and footage. Then in they the lose city, our respect now. Yeah, but it's different. I think yeah. it would have been different if they'd if they'd have lost bad to the Lakers. I mean, you lost to a team that we everyone knew you was better than, and they came around to smack you okay. around too. Okay. Or they came around to beat you too. Well, so, I, in my sense, you lost. Some respect got lost I, there. I, I, to me, I understand what you're saying, but to me, I think they, I think it's better for them to lose to Denver than it would have been to lose yes. to Lakers. Uh, to me, I, I think Clippers is still back into the second fiddle, oh whatever team. I, I understand, but to me, because again, they can say we didn't match up well against against Denver. They picked their matchup to match up against the Lakers. They built themselves to match up against the Lakers. That's that's the way I was saying. They can say, hey, we got a bad matchup. We didn't match up well with them. We would have been better off if we played the Rockets, right? But they built themselves to match against the Lakers. And if the Lakers came and smacked them around too, I, I, I think so. So that's where they played, Lakers would have smacked them around. So jumping around. So speaking of the Lakers, right, what team do you think was more impressive in this bubble so far, the Miami Heat or the Los Angeles Lakers? Because both of them, I think, have looked pretty well. Lakers Miami have lost Heat. one more game, but – I mean, I think other than that, they they've kind Miami of Miami Heat because we should we expect this of the Lakers. We expected them when they when they got Anthony Davis with LeBron James. We expected them to play like they're playing. I the well how I would quite, how to quantify that is there were a whole lot of people who thought Portland would give the Lakers a lot of problems. But what I'm saying, right? Is, so I, I understand the beginning of the year, but I'm saying is. We're talking about in, right now in the bubble, right? There was a whole lot of people, especially how Portland was playing in the bubble. There was a whole lot of people who thought Portland would give them a lot of fits. There was a whole lot of people who thought Houston Rockets small ball would give the Lakers a lot of fits. But everybody, yeah, that might have been thought, but 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 the bottom line is, it was all it was already anointed. It it was going to the finals was a battle for LA. That's from the beginning of preseason all the way through the playoffs and everything else. It always led to the battle for L.A. Yeah, we expected the Lakers. We No one expected Miami to be playing like they're playing. Tell Jimmy Butler that. that that's enough. <laughs> Tell Jimmy, Jimmy Butler that. Jimmy Butler elevated himself. Like No one expected that's this. That's a question. I, wait, I'm going to pick a pin in that because that's a question I have a little later on about elevation and 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 who and decline. That's a question I have a little later on. Okay. Um, is there anything else about the second round? I think we're going to give I – think, I think one thing was we don't want to focus so much on the Clippers – I think we do want to give a lot of props to the Denver Nuggets, right? They came out there, and they came out there. No matter what people said, they knew people. A lot, they knew a lot to a lot of people. They were out there just in the way, right? You're just you're just avoiding the inevitable. Move out the way, and they came out there, never quitting, and it came out there and balled. So, and yeah. and I would, I would say by the end of the series, they they were the better team. So, right? since they came back twice from a three-one deficit. Uh huh. Does it put more confidence in Denver next year to say, "Hey, we contenders"? I I think yes. I think next year the Denver Nuggets, you're gonna. I think you're gonna have to put them in the top four of a teams that can legitimately probably win a championship next year, right? I think I think I think you can probably put them in there. They're in the West Conference Finals at this point. You beat the Clippers. You 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 at this point they can legitimately win a championship this year. Um, so yeah, I, I think they have all of themselves. Um, so in this second round, we've seen the number one overall seed and the presumptive MVP, the Milwaukee Bucks, get sent home in four games, right? Yeah. We've seen the defending champs get sent home, Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw the Clippers, who everyone just thought they were, the, you know, the team get sent home, mm-hmm. right? And then you saw the the the, the analytics heaven, of small ball, you know, revolutionized get sent home, right? I think overall that second round seemed to be a doozy. 
as far as the playoffs, yeah. so who get knocked out? Bubble seems a doozy with everybody. No, this bubble. I think the only game, only series that you can say, well, two in the second round, but we talk about Milwaukee. But I think the only thing, I mean, you you cannot ignore Denver and the Clippers as the surprise of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean that. I mean that is going to be talked about for years to come. That actually, this was the biggest flop in the playoffs. In a long time. It's like that one time when the, um, I can't remember which AC, but the AC beat that number one seed. No, that's when the, uh, um, the, that was when the Golden State Warriors with Baron Davis beat the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. They, it's like that. Although, I would say, yeah. This might be worse. I think, I think this mean, might be worse. I think this is worse. Um, this is up there with the LeBron James Miami Heat losing to Dallas. I still think this is worse because they were up 3 1. <laughs> this is yeah. still worse because you were up 3 1. You Is this worse than, uh, Golden State, they was up three one, but LeBron, you had LeBron, LeBron, so yeah, never mind, yeah. yeah LeBron's not on the other side, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is worse. But also with the Toronto, the defending champs, I mean, we thought Boston was a better team than them. I I would actually I would agree. I thought I think I thought Boston was a better team. I give Toronto a lot of credit though for making that a seven game and making that very close because I thought that I. Toronto showed a lot of fight and they they are a well coached organization. They they're they're a really good team which. Because they, they still meant, they still did good without Kawhi. So and we agree that Kawhi probably chose the worst of his four options. Yeah. yeah. And being stay, go back to Toronto, join the Lakers, join the Clippers without Paul George, and then Clippers with Paul George. Do you think the Clippers would have been better if they didn't trade make that Paul George trade and they had Gil Alexander and all the draft? Picks I think stuff? they might have been better because it would have been more of a team and one focus. And, you know, the other guys would have been able to play more role. I, I, I mean, because a lot of time you see in the game, it was uh, Paul George and uh, Kawhi passing to each other. Right. All right, you shoot this time, I'll shoot. And the other ones will get, you know, the spare part. Now, when Lou Williams came in, they would get by him. There. But the rest of the guys just had to stand out there and wait for the ball, throw the ball to them. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've covered the second round and first round, let's talk about just overall thoughts, right? One thing I, I always believe about the NBA, and maybe and more so than the other leagues, stars are built in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. That's when we that's when we anoint you who the stars are, right? So of the young guys, who do you think the young guys the stock rose the most? And we have Tatum, we have Luca, we have Murray, we have um, um, Donovan. Who who do you think stock rose the most? Tatum and Murray, because the games that these two are putting on and the performance that these two are doing is. Superstar status. I don't think. I think it's Murray and Luka Doncic. I, I Luka Doncic. He. I mean Tatum. You know what Tatum was going to do, but you didn't. Th- you did not think that uh, Luka Doncic would, would would have the performance in the playoff against the Clippers. Since Clippers got five or six wing defenders that they could throw at him to hold him down, and he still got his points. I think if you're telling me yeah. of those young guys who's the best player next year, I think Luka. Right, I think who stock rose the most though would be Murray, right? Cause oh, yeah. Based Murray's on where he based on where he started from and where yeah. he's going to be looked at now, I think his stock rose the most. But I think who has the highest is still probably still Luca, right? Because Murray Murray has been balling this whole playoff run. So, who do you think hurt themselves the most this playoff? Kawhi. Right? I think Kawhi because we looked at him as a top three player in the NBA. So to be a top three player 
and to just choke as bad as you did, you went down. You're no longer a top three because you wouldn't say Kevin Durant's going to choke like that, that bad. Well, Kevin Durant did lose 3-1 to the, the yep. Golden State Warriors. And he They're, choked. Yeah, <laughs> they choked there too. He was a 3-1, and it's not like yeah. that. So, <laughs> But this was two points in and the fourth quarter. Westbrook and, and it was Harden on no, that team. No, it was, no, it was just Harden. Westbrook. Westbrook. But and then you also can look at, well, Westbrook can't play with people. You can you can put that. As okay, kind you of can't give all the answers. Give well, an answer. Well, I'm saying what I'm saying is also you got two points in the fourth quarter in a closeout game. Two points. Uh, no, I, I listen. I'm not saying what he did wasn't bad. I'm just I'm just counting your point that Kevin Durant wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I, I I don't think anybody can beat the uh, Kawhi and Paul George combination. If you're talking about individuals who hurt themselves, what I would say is. Yeah. One, Montrezl Harrell. Because Montrezl Harrell's up for a contract. I think his playoff performance might have hurt how much money he can get in the open market. Ah, uh, but I think he has that pass of, of his grandmother passing and doing. That mm-hmm. I, I I mean she raised him and did you know, he that was a that was a big thing. And and plus he, he missed a lot of time in that uh, uh practicing and for that thing. So I think he gets a pass. The ones who if you say you're a superstar, just like Perkins said, if you're a superstar and you want to be counted as in the top five players or top ten players, you got to perform in the playoff. That's what you got it at. And, and like I said, now, this is the first time that uh, Kawhi. Kawhi, but 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 Paul George has done it two or three times. I would say, what I would say is about Kawhi is it's the first time Kawhi has, has let us down in the playoffs, but this is also, to me, the first time Kawhi ever had pressure in the playoffs. First time he That's led true. a team. And, and I don't think he had pressure in in Toronto, right? I don't think yeah. there was pressure because he, everyone knew it was a one-year rental. Yeah. And, if, and if it didn't work, they would have blamed Masai, not right. Kawhi. Yeah. So I think like, this, this is also the first time he's ever had right. pressure in the playoffs. The right. Spurs, he, was, he wasn't the man in the Spurs. But yeah. he came here with the pressure of, I'm the you're going to win a championship. Right. We built this around you, you, you to lead you, us to the championship. This is yeah. something you orchestrated versus versus Toronto was something that, that was done to you. Yeah. You orchestrated this. Yeah. You picked your teammates. You picked your coach. Exactly. You picked your location. You orchestrated this. And, and so you now you got to deliver. You got everything you wanted. You can take away the excuses. Now you need to deliver. Uh, yes. So speaking of delivering, is there anybody you think we need to elevate to superstar status? And when I say superstar status, I mean maybe top 15, top 10 player. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, you think Jimmy Butler elevated. elevated himself? Because, like I said, no one thought Miami would be in the finals. No, I mean not finals yeah. in the Western. No one thought Eastern this. Conference. Yeah, Eastern yeah. Conference. Because Miami did they even make it last year? Okay, they didn't have Jimmy Butler last year. They didn't have but Tyler Hero last year. That's what, I, what I'm saying. They didn't make it last year. Jimmy Butler come in, but it's more. What I'm saying is, it's more than Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero is playing. Is giving them incredible buckets. Right, getting Crowder out of uh, Memphis. He's playing great minutes. Right. They they have a they have like five to six brand new players yeah. who are all playing well. Let me say about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler always played the way he's played now. Mm-hmm. The the problem in uh, seven when it was in Philly is that the rest of the players or the organization didn't didn't want to commit or do what it takes to be successful. Put the work in. They just want to lay on. They, you know what I'm saying? So it's, he seemed like an outcast there. The same way in Chicago. So Jimmy Butler has been playing this way his whole career. That, I mean, that's the way he plays, and he always played it hard. So I think 
I, I I'm not quite sure if he can. Uh, I mean, I, I I think he'll take some step up, but but I don't think uh, he's did anything more dramatic or dynamic than what he's always done. I would ask this question though: prior to this playoff, prior to him Miami, would you have said Jimmy Butler could be the one or two best player on a championship team? No. I think my answer would have been more, no, too. He's more three. Right? I think my, he's not one if, or two. If you would have asked me, can Jimmy Butler be the best player on a championship team, I think I would have said no, right? I think he could be the second best player on the team. I think, But I think this year... He's showing he can be the I best think this, player. This year, if Miami won the championship, right, would you be incredible? I think I would be a little shocked, actually. Would you be... How shocked would you if Miami won? Would Jimmy Butler be the best player? I'd be really shocked. Very shocked. But because, like I said, he's more three. He's more the third best on a team. I don't think he's the third no. best. Okay, now you're just disrespectful. You know I'm, what? I'm saying he's not. He's not the number one. You know one. why I say he's number two? Because he can get his own shot. Yeah. Jimmy Butler can, can get, get his, his own, own shot. shot. A number three is a guy who has to stand there and, exactly. and just shoot him out. Like Jimmy two, Butler can get his own shot. But that, that's but what I, makes a difference. I, I will say I think I, I agree with Derek slightly. I think he did elevate himself. I think now he possibly could be the best player on a championship team, which I don't think that would have been something someone would have said coming into the season. Right, I, I don't build the team around him. I, I, and so I, I might agree with that. Um, is there anybody else who you would elevate? Do you think Murray elevated himself to that? Murray elevated himself to a, one I of the think, best point guards. I, I, no, I, I, I think he elevated, but I still think we're gonna have to see next year what he does. Cause like I said, th- this year is just a different circumstance. Right. There's a lot of things that. That's not normal. Like say, you ain't had the crowd, you ain't had a hostel, you didn't have a lot of other things that could uh, that that could contribute to what a superstar has to do or go through and commit to. Here's a question: Would you want the NBA to keep to do a bubble again next year? No, because no. of where the no. games have been no. playing. Do you want to do a bubble next no. year? I don't. If that, they have to, I'll deal with it. But no, yeah, the bubble is too stressful. I like I said, uh, uh, the bubble is just like going on a deployment. Yeah, right. I think. What I would say is, one, being the number one seed should mean something, right? And I think having that home court for Game 7 should mean something, right? And I, to me, I think I think if you're a star player and you're the role, part of being the best pl- player, the best team in the playoffs, is how do you survive that hostile environment? Do you win yeah. games on the road, right? I, I think that, no, I, I think yeah. I think that's an aspect that should be part of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't want them to do it. If they, if they had the option, I wouldn't want them to pick this. Uh, now, if they have to, I can deal with it. Yeah. Now, from a fan point of view, hey, it's pretty good. You're playing every other day and right. you're seeing it, right? And, uh, but from a team and from a, the player's point of view, that, 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 that you're asking them to make a lot bigger sacrifice not being with family, not being at home. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like I said, mm-hmm. it's pretty much being on a de- six-month deployment. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to answer it first because my same person. My, I think it's my same person who hurt themselves the most. Is there anybody you ready to downgrade out of superstar status? And my answer is the same person I think who hurt himself the most, Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook made himself almost unplayable. I never always thought, been playing. I never thought he was a superstar. He scored a lot, but but his, but his game, you could tell it was going to be some fall off in because was based a lot on athleticism and not and not a lot of skill. So, well, but, you the know. sad thing is, it's not even the athleticism that is really, to me, made him unplayable. 
It's his mentality that made him unplayable. But this yeah. is how he's always been. Because think about it. When he had the Paul George in, that was that problem where he was in OKC with Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and he took like 43 shots in one game. I And made about what? Like, I don't even think half of I, 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 I'm saying this. I agree with you. The difference is he had the athleticism to kind of yeah. over to make up for some of his his deficiencies. Yes. Now he doesn't have the athleticism, and he still has that same mentality. He, again, he helped. He was the best player on the Lakers yeah. in that series, yep. right? Yeah. He was the best player for the Lakers. I think he downgraded himself and hurt himself the most because I think he's. Whereas, I think the Rockets might even have to put two first round picks to get someone to take yeah. him. He has to change his game that. He's not that offensive guy. If he focused on defense, he could be a tenacious defensive player and change the mentality. Because he has, he still had that quickness, had that skill, and, and he has the energy to be an outstanding defensive player. But he's got in his mind that he's still, you know, in his mind he's still a superstar. My problem is, and, and so in his mind he's still a superstar, and he's uh, going to keep playing like I'm the superstar. I'm the man. You know who this reminds me of? This reminds me of Allen Iverson. I think talent-wise, Allen Iverson could probably stay in the league longer. But Allen Iverson's mentality wouldn't let him stay in the league longer because he wasn't ready to come off the bench. Carmelo the same way. No. Melo, Melo did not want to come off the bench I, I, until they set him down and he I, didn't go in for a while. Now he changes it up. What I, what I would say is I don't think – I I, th- I think Melo towards the end knew a little more – he had a little more insight into where he was. To me – Remember when Iverson was in Memphis and they said, hey, what are you about coming off the bench? He's like, off the bench? I've been a starter my whole life. No. And, right? And, and that kind of said, okay, Allen Iverson, you're going to have to lead the league because you, you're you not one of the ones who can age gracefully. Mm-hmm. I think Westbrook is the same. I don't think Westbrook has the mentality to age gracefully, to be that guy who's just going to, all right, no. I'm going to lock you down on defense. I don't think he has that. No. He he, he doesn't have that, I, I think, uh, coming off the bench and, and, and you know, just being at doing other things no. to uh, – I don't, I don't think don't he has a role player it. mentality. Yeah, I don't think he has that. He's, I'm superstar. I'm number one. So, here's my question, right? How how, how have we seen them? Um, oh, is there anybody else you want to remove out of superstar status? I said Westbrook. I don't give a, give a chance to anybody else. Is there anybody else you guys want to remove? Paul George. Out of superstar? Paul George? Paul George, out of superstar. Because you've proven. Because like you said, superstars are made in the playoffs. Paul George, you doing a Kyle Lowry and disappeared. Kyle Lowry showed up in playoffs now. But Paul George, you still home? Yeah, I I would agree because I mean it's two playoffs in a row that he has, and, you know, two. and like I said, you can always you know the regular season you engage on that superstars show up and playoff. That's why you call them superstars. This is like the third superstar. Joker is getting there, but I think Joker. Joker, the problem is there is not a lot of good athletic centers to stay with him. And so he can dominate some other team. He's going to have a serious problem with the Lakers. Listen, they got three athletic centers that's going to give him trouble. That was my next thing. I was going to say, let's see how he does against the Lakers before we say superstar. Because if he can still do what he did to the Clippers against the Lakers with all these big men they have, then yeah, you can give him that superstar because he can still go against. But let's see. Who do you think wins the title first between Boston and the Nuggets? Boston. Why? One, they're in the East Conference Finals now. Two. So are the Nuggets. No, but I'm saying one. <laughs> what, what I'm saying one, they're in there now. Two. Boston has been a championship contending team since for a while. 
Because remember the okay. time where Irving was out and they went to the fight, they went to Eastern Conference Finals. But by the way, spoiler alert: biggest losers from the playoffs, Kyrie Irving. Boston went to the West East Conference Finals before you got while you were hurt. You get there, they get knocked out the second round. As soon as you, the yearly leave, they're back in the East Conference Finals. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, biggest yeah. loser. But that's what I'm saying. Like losers. that was so they're but, they, yeah. But Boston and Denver at this point are in the same place. But what I'm saying is Boston is more built to win. I think Boston is more built, and they got that more of a we went through the playoffs long than than uh, they're in the Nuggets. same place. I was, this is the second time Boston yeah. been to Eastern Conference Finals. This is the first time Nuggets. I mean, okay. I would say, I would say Boston just because I think they have a little more talent than uh, than Denver. Denver really has two uh, and a side, but. Uh, Boston, I think, got. I think. I think a year from now they might have three. Uh, yeah, but I think Michael Porter Jr. Uh, yeah, but he's got some defensive defensive yeah. deficiencies. That's what makes him a third star, right? But I think between Tatum, Brown, and Smart, and if Kimbo do so, they got they got four. I think Denver's got two point five, maybe three. So I think that Boston does have. Uh, a little more talent than them. Now the problem come in as Boston bench need to get a better, and Boston need Boston another big man. No bench because Boston really don't don't, don't have Boston any height. Zero bench. I my answer is Boston, but my answer is strictly because they're in the East. And if I name the title contenders in Boston next year, I say Milwaukee. You mean East next year? In the, yeah, in the East. I say Milwaukee. I say the Nets. I say Boston. Everybody else, I have real questions about. I don't know what Philly's gonna do. Um, Miami, it, maybe you can somewhat throw the Raptors in there still, can't you? No, oh, I think you can. I think you, you still can. They haven't. What have they shown you that they're not still there? They're not the reason why they're not title contenders. Yeah, oh, what okay. have they shown you the reason they're not? Still here's, there? What, here's the reason why I would say they're not title contenders to me. If you're asking me, if you're okay, if more if Boston plays, if Toronto plays Boston, who's the best player on the court? Tatum. Okay. If Toronto plays Miami, who's the best player on the court? Butler. Butler. I think Stockton's better. Better than Jimmy Butler? I think so. I think if, if he was better, they, I think they would have won. Two, I think they would have won the next round because Toronto has a much better bench than Boston does. If Siaka was better, it was Jimmy Butler. They would be in the next round. Yeah, now Siaka, he, he didn't but show said, up in that uh, wait, last round. You said either. Tatum. Was the best player, right? Yes, but but Boston didn't so, have a, but Boston didn't have a bench. They but had, the Raptors didn't go against Miami. I understand, but listen to what I'm saying though. What what I'm saying is, yes, Tatum was the best player, but Boston is Tatum, Smart, Brown, Kemba, nothing else, nothing else. Toronto is deep. They have a bench. Toronto is deep. If Sayakum was as good as Jimmy Butler, they would have beat the Boston. Not because Sayakum would have been better than Tatum, but because their bench scoring would have killed. Would they would have had overall better team than that? I, I don't. I think Butler's a better player than Siakam, right? Toronto plays Milwaukee. Who's the best player? Giannis. I'm Giannis. Okay. Toronto plays. Toronto plays um, the Nets. Who's the best player? Of course, you know Durant. That's my problem. Reason why I don't say Toronto's a title, title contender. That that you ask me, that's why. But what I'm saying, okay, so. Stiakam, I say is better than Jimmy Butler, but it's it's, it's I, better I than Jimmy really Butler. But okay. okay, is Jimmy Butler better than Giannis? No, but who still won? I think 
Jimmy Butler still won, right? Right. Even but, though Giannis is still better than him, it was Gian- the people around Giannis didn't show up. So it's that it's Siakam is better. It's not his fault they didn't lose. But Siakam it would be the Siakam, other people around him. Siakam also didn't show up that well either. Siakam didn't have a great playoff run. Okay, that's I'm what I'm saying is when you compare him to Jimmy Butler, I'm saying he's better. Just like Giannis was better, but Giannis still went home in five. I, when Giannis was also out two days, but but besides that, I so okay. You really so of those teams I beat, I haven't mentioned the four teams I say. Do you really think Toronto can beat one of those four teams? That's my question. Next they season, a, they can have a shot of being. Everyone Boston. has a shot. No, I'm saying they can. They can because you just said they're deep. Can they beat two of them? Could they beat Boston and somebody else? Because if I, if you're asking me, I say Boston, Milwaukee, and I say the Nets. Those are the three teams I think are. Up you there. say Boston can beat both of those two. You saying Boston can beat Milwaukee and the Nets? I think I think Boston is very sim is similarly built. I think Boston would have to, Boston's gonna have to make some moves, right? They're gonna have to get some size. They're gonna have to get some bench, right? I think if they do that, then I think yes, they can match up well against Milwaukee, especially because I don't know what great change Milwaukee does. Can Boston match up against the Nets? Yes, I think so because I don't think my personal opinion. I don't think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is gonna work together. So in that sense, the Raptors can match well against the Nets. At Boston Tatum, no, because at the end of the day, I trust Tatum's star ability. More than I trust Siakam's. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be another one. I think Toronto is definitely a contender. I think you need to put Toronto in there, and they're a contender. I, I, I don't. I don't think Toronto gets past the second round again. That what you think? I think uh, I think Toronto. I I think I'm gonna kind of agree with you because I think Toronto is not based on stardom more than system and people knowing their role and playing their role. That's that's what makes Toronto function. Toronto functions somewhat like San Antonio. It wasn't based on the stars. It's based on some of the system around there. They had stars. Tim Duncan might be the best right. player ever. They had stars, but he did not play in an arrogant role right. of a star. He played within the system. He was good, but he did not uh, try to dominate that. Hey, give me the ball every time down, or you know, yelling that, fussing at people. Hey, you, you screwing up, and so that's why I think Toronto is a different thing because they had more of a culture, a team aspect. It's almost the same. So you, 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 you cannot gauge them just off of stardom. You got to gauge them on how they. By play the way, here's also and how hard they. Here's play. also another reason why I say Toronto's not there. Kyra Lowry, mm-hmm. Pedro Sayaka, Marcus Saul, and Fred Van Vliet are all free agents. I think they'll bring back Fred. I don't know if the other three come back. Gasol probably is gone. Gasol. I think Gasol's gone. Uh, um, Ibaka might come be back. back, too. Lowry come back. I don't know. But but I would say uh, he, he actually Baca played most of the time, uh, played more, more actually minutes than, than actually Gasol did. Anyway. Right. But I, what I'm saying is I think, I think a lot of the things, the veterans that helped kind of stabilize them are going to be gone. I think, I think they're gonna get Larry and Van Vliet back. I think they'll get both of them back. How much? How much are you gonna pay for both for those two short point guards? True, but I think Fred Van Vliet is gonna is gonna get a, a, a is gonna generate some interest out there. Okay, so where will Larry go? I don't know. There's a lot of teams that need a point guard. We're a veteran point guard. But Milwaukee can use one. Very good. Okay, so there you go.
What's your answer? I mean, that's a possible answer. By the way, you know who else could use one? New Orleans. Get rid of Lonzo Ball and bring in Lowry? That would help him out. Okay, so. That would help him out. <laughs> just, I'm saying, we could put, you know, by the way, the Suns. That's that veteran leadership they need. I could put Lowry in a lot of places. Okay, but I, I still think he's <laughs> I still think he's staying. I still think Lowry's going to stay. I, I, and I think Lowry will want to stay. I don't think he'll want to leave. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, so I think we talked about that. Let's see, where is the other one I have? Um I think I think we answered mostly. Okay, so we'll fi- we'll end up with this. Next round predictions. In the East, who wins, how many games, why? I'm still going with Boston. I'm still I'm still on Boston beating Miami, but I think it's gonna go seven. Okay. What about you that? I think it may be uh Boston and six. I pick Miami in six. I think Miami shooting is going to. Now, now, now my heart will want Miami to win. But I think Boston may get them uh, in the long run because I think that Boston just have a little, just a slight more talent than uh, Miami. I think. Yes, I, I think you might. I think, I think Boston has slightly more talent. I just think. Miami's shooting and their bench production and their balance is going to hurt. Is going to be difficult for the Celtics. Now, um, now that is, I think the Celtics are really would be really good on focusing on a person, right? Yeah. If we had, and that's why I, I think they could possibly be more. They they have good guys who I could focus on this one guy, right? I don't. I think it's harder to to stop Miami. The question would be: Do we think that Crowder is a twenty point scorer every game? I don't think so. In an empty gym. I mean, showing like he is. I don't think. I, 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 I do not think Crowder. You can depend on be a twenty point score every game. Okay, so we have two. That for, I don't think we have so. two for Boston and one for Miami for me. Okay, right. So in, in the West, I mean, listen, we need to we're that. all Laker fans here. We're all picking <laughs> we the Lakers. Need to ask so that. let's just talk about how many games and what do you think is the big reason? You know, why? Just for sports, the Nuggets gonna win. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I listen, think it's five know. games. And let's let's let's. We all know, we all picking the Lakers. Let's tell me how many games and what do you think the reason why? Let's start with that. I think it's five games. Five games. What do you what do you think is the biggest difference? The centers Lakers got. Jokic is going to have to play out some defense, and and Jokic is slower feet. The Lakers is going to play Anthony Davis a lot at center, and and, and he's going to eat Jokic up because Jokic can't stay with him. He's going to get him in foul trouble, and Denver's going to be gone from there. All right, Derek. Lakers in six. Okay. Because so far in the playoffs, Lakers have shown, I don't know for what reason, they take game one off. I don't think I don't think the Lakers are going to take game one off. No. Okay, I'm, I'm explaining it. I don't think they're going to they – I'm not saying they're going to win game one. I don't think they're going to take game one off because, one, if that team beat the Clippers, there's something you should pay attention to, right? True. Two, if you're the Lakers, this is the best chance you're going to see to get a, t- a title, yeah. right? Now's not the time to play sleep and 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 and, and put yourself already in the title. But but yeah, but I do okay. think I think they're gonna I think they can sneak two games. I think Murray can sneak in two games and win. So I think Murray can sneak in two. I think Lakers in five. I think I five. think the difference is the difference is Lakers have three guys who they can put at Jokic, and I think yeah. Anthony Davis might even play Jokic off the court, right? Yeah. Two, LeBron James is not Kawhi Leonard, and there is nobody. 
who can stop LeBron James on that team. And that was, uh, that was my other point I got ready to say. That is true, too. LeBron is going to take them down low. He's going to drive like he started doing uh, in this Houston game. He's going to be... It's going to be right to the old because Grant ain't big enough and uh, Millsap, Millsap too ain't slow. tall enough. Millsap too slow. But the thing is also, too, I, I need to see the Lakers bench. If they're going to play like they've been playing. But to me, with, with Lakers, here's the Lakers. Yeah, the, 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 the Lakers. Here's what Lakers going to have. Here's what I can, you can write down and guarantee it almost. Yeah. LeBron and AD are going to play well. Yeah. All the Lakers need to win is two other players to play to show up. and Two players between Rondo, Kuzma, Morris, KCP, Danny Green. Of those five players, if two of them show up, Lakers win the game. If three or more show up, Lakers blow them out. Yeah. And that that's the Lakers, right? The games Lakers lose, there's zero from Danny Green, two from KCP. You know, that's what you have. If you have two or more of, of those five guys show up with the Lakers, and it could be any two, and each night is going to be different guys, yeah. then Lakers are going to go. Yeah. Um, then it's going to be hard-pressed to stop the uh, uh, Lakers from down in the, in the paint. Because, because LeBron is gonna, just gonna drive on Grant all day long. All, all, all day long. Um, I, so I, I, I'm predicting we have the Pat Riley series in, for the finals. Um, you guys think it's gonna be Boston Lakers? So I guess one other question I, I wanted to ask that some of overall is who do you think are the biggest winners from the playoffs are? Um, you guys give me one or two each. Who are the biggest winners of the playoffs? Uh, the Heat is the biggest winners, I think, so far. Heat, I think the Heat are one of the biggest winners. Nuggets. Make it to the finals. Nuggets are one of the biggest winners. Nuggets. Um, I would say Lakers are the biggest winner because I I, I think this is the easiest path they're going to have. This is the easy Of all the combinations. This, we know it's all this. No, I didn't say with all the combinations. I don't know if we saw it. This is the easiest, right, to me. It, not that it's easy, but I think not having to go through the Clippers, um, so, not having to face Milwaukee. I'm saying the Lakers is the odds-on favorite now. Right. So are. if they don't win it, they, it'll be seen as a choke. Yeah, they choke. So to me, if you're talking about the biggest winners, I would say the, I would say the Lakers were one of the biggest winners. Right. Um, yes. And I would say Lakers and Miami would be the two teams. I would yeah. say the biggest winners. Um, who do you think are the biggest losers? I know. I know we all gonna say the Clippers. Milwaukee. The Bucks are. Uh, Milwaukee uh, got to take some because uh, big losses. Even if too. you say the Clippers was crowned, Milwaukee was number one overall. I guess they never won in the whole entire NBA. Again, I guess my question is, what is to me? I think Milwaukee is going to look very much like the LeBron Clippers. I mean, LeBron Clippers. Here's why I say Milwaukee maybe because they needed Milwaukee to go to the finals just to have a little more comfort that Giannis is going to stay. With them going out early again, there's fear that Giannis is going to. Boat and go somewhere else. That's why the owners had a meeting right after that and said, Youngs, are we going to go in the salary cap? We're going to spend money because it's a fear that mm-hmm. actually he think they he would not win a championship in, in, in Milwaukee. So, uh, even though the the uh, Clippers choked and said they, they had the most to lose, the, the Milwaukee Bucks got the most of you because if they lose Giannis, they go down to the back. They go to the bottom. Yeah, the the bottom. So I, I have a couple more winners, right? I, I think another winner is Oklahoma City for two reasons. One, Chris Paul showed himself off so much. I think Chris. I think Oklahoma City can find a trade partner for Chris Paul now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and which coming into the season, many people say, "Oh, you're stuck with that guy." So I think Chris Paul showed up so well that he's now a trade partner, right? Two, if you're Oklahoma City. You did. All, you got all those draft picks, 
and you didn't lose anything as as far as where you end the season because you end the season at the same place you ended last year. Yeah. So I think Oklahoma City was another big winner. Um, and, and if you're talking about losers, I think you know I think Kawhi, I think Doc Rivers and Kawhi are going to take that. Um, I think other losers it might be Milwaukee. Another loser who wasn't even was is Kyrie Irving because again Boston went to the conference finals without you. You show up, they don't go as far. You leave, they go right back to conference finals. <laughs> I think Kyrie Irving. <laughs> but I think the Nuggets are winners because no one expected them to be here. No one put no one put Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Here's what I'm saying, though. If they lose in five, I mean. It's still, we went to the Western, we went to the Western Conference Finals. We beat the Clippers. We came back 3-1 twice. Beat two teams that was... On paper, better than us. Won the Nuggets in the Western Conference Final last year? No. no. Last year it was um, Portland and then Golden State. Golden State. Oh, but I'm saying they came back 3-1 to two teams that on paper is better than them. The Jazz on paper are better than Nuggets? Jazz on paper is better. Why? Mitchell? Better than Murray. Says who? Mitchell's better than Murray. Says who? <laughs> I don't think so. I think Murray's better than Mitchell. Murray's shoots more is more efficient than, than Mitchell. Mitchell's more of a volume shooter. It may be, but I think as well as the league view view them and done, they have Donovan head of head of Mitchell. I Murray. I, I I would I guess I, I would my question is I would agree that they probably did, but I don't think he actually is. I think I think But but that's your personal That's opinion. your but I'm still saying on paper on paper, on paper, Jazz is better than them. On paper, on paper Jazz is better. Is but, higher would you say than, on Would you say on paper the Jazz were a better team than the Nuggets? No, we we was talking about. But but that, but that. Well, I'm saying okay. I'm saying the Jazz. I'm saying on paper, Jazz is better than the Nuggets. I don't team, think so. the whole team. The whole team. team. I don't, team uh, wise, I don't know is that. better. There's a reason no. why one was the two. One was the three seed. And one no. was the six. No, the Jazz was a three seed. Nuggets was a six. No, they no, 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 they weren't. What are you talking about? No, 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 never mind. No, 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 no. There's a reason. And by the way, also, Utah, one of their biggest scores was hurt. Yeah. So I don't think on paper they were better than Nuggets. I don't think so. I think Clippers, you would have said yes. I agree with the Clippers. I don't think the Jazz were on paper better than Nuggets. Um, When you drop down from the Lakers and Clippers, all the the rest of them teams was almost They're all the same. The same same cookie cutter. I, I meant... You you can you you can tell that by the records. Yeah, the records were pretty close. Oh, another loser. I think Portland's another loser. The reason why I think Portland's another loser is because I think if you're Portland, I, to me, if you're Portland, you sit down and you say, "All these teams are better than us. These teams below us are coming, and we can't change anything." Right? Portland is over the cap. You got to blow it up. You got to blow them up. Yeah, but it's hard to blow it up because they're over the cap. They don't have they don't have much in the cover to, to blow it up with. So I think Portland's another loser because I think they're kind of stuck, and I, and I think they're seeing they're seeing everybody else elevate, and this is the best Portland was going to be, and they you might have to try to see if you can get somebody for the Dame or a club. I'm, you're not trading Dame. I know you're not trying to trade, but you don't trade Dame. That backcourt, you one of them got to go. Well, McCullum will be the one that goes. Dame is not going anywhere. Dame Dame is Dame is. You don't trade that franchise player just for nothing. Unless that franchise player says he wants to leave. You don't trade Dame. And Dame's not going to say he wants to leave. He's already made it publicly saying, I'm I'm sticking it out here. I'm not going anywhere. Kyrie Irving made it publicly that he was saying with Celtics. Okay, Kyrie Irving and Dame are not the same person. They're not the same person. Dame has said it for years. I'm not going anywhere. 
I, I don't – that whole teaming up stuff is corny to me. He clowned – that was one of the digs he had at, at Paul George of you you running away. You, you're scared of the grind. Dame is not going to go anywhere. He's not requesting a trade anytime soon. Now, he's going to big laugh out of uh, – oh. Oh, when, it, when, it, when he said, "Hey, uh, Patrick Beverly, you need me to book your spot with Cancun with me?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's going in. Yeah. So, okay. Um, is there any other final thoughts we have for the? I, I think I said, I, Dad and Derek have Boston Lakers going to the finals. I have the Pat Riley series of Miami Lakers. Um, I think biggest winners we think were the Lakers. We think uh, we have you. We have um, Denver. We have Miami. Being also one of the biggest winners. Definitely. Losers. We have Clippers. We have Milwaukee. Um, of course, though, the pressure now shifts to the Lakers. All, all the pressure now is on the Lakers. I would I would. pressure been on the Lakers, but, though. No. I, uh, yes. Well, here's what I would say, though. The pressure shifts to the Lakers, but LeBron has had pressure every playoff, right? LeBron has had pressure every playoff. Um, Danny Green has been around. Rondo's been around. The one I worry about would be Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah, so he's he's the only one I worry about. But I would say so far he hasn't given me much to, to... But I also believe, yeah, he's the one to worry about. But I think with the LeBron, and I think the coaching staff can combat that. I think we have a good enough coaching oh. staff with LeBron to combat that worry to where Anthony Davis will still play at a high volume by, like he's been by the playing. Way, can we reevaluate now who has the better coaching staff, the Lakers or the Clippers? Lakers. I don't. I don't. The reason I'm saying that is before the season, I don't think anybody would have said the Lakers have a better coaching staff than the Clippers, right? Because you had two championship coaches on the other end, right? Championship head coach on the other end. Sam Cassell was looked at as a well uh, assistant. I don't think many people would have said that at the start of the season. The Lakers had a better. And if you look staff. at the Lakers, they're always able to figure out what the other team is doing and dismantle it. Because like I said, they normally take game one off. They don't take game one off. Well, okay, they normally in the they lost okay. game one, mm-hmm. came back, and be smacking on them. So I believe they they see what you're doing, fix it, they, they, they come back. They have been better at making adjustments in the playoffs. Uh, the one thing that actually you can coach or do better with, and that's size. You can't coach size. Well, and that's what the Lakers got. What I, what I would say is, they I knew size my, with Rockets. Well, what I would say is, they have small balled Rockets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Anthony Davis is still seven foot. But Anthony Davis, <laughs> Davis is still seven foot. Anthony Davis is the difference in whatever series the Lakers <laughs> in. It is Anthony Davis where the Lakers has the advantage. I, I think, I think, I think we all agree, right? We yeah. say LeBron's the Lakers' best player, but right. Anthony Davis is. If they win a championship, it's because Anthony Davis played well. Exactly. Yes. Because there is no matchup for Anthony Davis. With any other team, Bam. Who? Bam. I don't no. think I don't, uh, I don't I don't think Bam was gonna can handle him if uh if it's yes. And the will get Bam in foul trouble. I think he will get him in foul. He's gonna get him in foul trouble. And get, he's gonna get he's gonna get him in foul trouble. Y'all know Bam guard Giannis, right? Yes. <laughs> just, yeah, but Giannis ain't got no outside shot. Uh, yeah, Giannis, 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 Giannis just gonna drive. drive. But Giannis, so Bam is okay. You Giannis can drive on me. about ten pounds on Anthony. Yeah, but Giannis but, still. I'm driving. Okay, Giannis, Anthony yeah. Davis. He's gonna. He has better handles. Yeah, Giannis. Than Giannis and he can shoot. Skill sets ain't as good as Anthony Davis. Okay, so I think I think regardless, I think we're we. I think I think overall we would give the playoffs in the bubble a, a thumbs up. Right, we think the NBA did a great job with the bubble overall. And in the playoffs, oh, yeah. um, I think the playoffs will be entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think we definitely look forward to what comes up next. You think right because now. the bubble did so well is why the other leagues are playing now? No, I think the other leagues needed money. And that's why they're playing now. Yeah. 
It's all on, it's all about the capitalism. I, I think they needed money. That's why they're playing. Nobody wants to get that TV revenue no. back. Who's who's giving that TV money back? Is, and NBA already had to get already is losing China money. Yeah. So, but yeah. this this bubble was it? Now the one thing I would say is, I hope the NBA just stay. I hope they change their season to start at Christmas and go further into the summer. Yeah. That I hope. I hope they 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 permanently just change their season and start at Christmas, that's what which they sure. might do because football will be around winding it's, it's down. winding down. Yeah. Start Christmas Day because yeah. that's when everyone starts really checking for exactly, basketball. Yeah. Start Christmas Day. That's your opening day, yeah. and then just go further into the summer because that's otherwise true. the summer's. I mean, no one cares about baseball in the summer. No, no, baseball is already no lost. Yeah, and that's you know. where you can definitely put your top games on yeah, for so. opening day. Yeah. So okay. Well, thank you, Dad, for jumping on us again, talking yes, about thank you. talking about basketball. We might. We might do another one when we're talking about off season. We see off season moves, or maybe oh, a season preview. Maybe we'll do one of those. Oh, we got for the finals. Oh yeah, we finals, the finals. We the finals. finals. And then this, we got to really break down. Who after this round, yeah. we'll see who the finals and then come and break down the finals. Yeah. So thank you. Um, this is Ty, this is Tyler Robertson. This is Derek Robertson. We're out. All right.